Hello and welcome to the Golden Wheel Tavern. After the last time zombie incident with Lich, well, the tavern has quite a few adventurers, but they're all in the basement, grinding that XP as they say. While they deal with that pest problem, we'll have a nice talk about how you can become one of them. No, no, not the zombies, the adventurers. Today, we'll be covering how to make an adventurer. In this episode, you'll probably want the player's handbook. But if you don't have one, that's okay. There's always the basic rules PDF you can download, or maybe you just enjoy listening. There's no pressure to buy any products. You can either just listen and get a good feel for the rules, or you can go through the process step by step. As for the materials you will need, if you're actually building along, you should have a pencil, a piece of paper, and a set of D&D dice. You can look up virtual dice online and use any one of those, I suppose, and... I suppose you don't even need pencil and paper if you keep it all online. You might want to get a hold of a 5e character sheet, which you can easily download the PDF of if you do a quick search online. It's not essential, but it's a very helpful tool for character building. Keeping good track of all the information for your character helps you not only play your character from a number standpoint, but keeps your character's bonds, flaws, and traits easily in mind to help you play the character well. Typically, when your group decides to build characters, the level you start at will have been decided from the start. We will be going through the steps of building a level 1 character here. As for building characters of higher level, we'll cover that later. If you can understand the ground rules for character building and character progression, then building an already progressed character is a lot easier. A higher level character build is just taking a level 1 character, then progressing them through level ups until they reach the level your group requires. As for building a level 1 character, that can typically be done very easily at a session 0. A session 0 is a D&D session before the group campaign truly starts, and a group will typically have one when characters are built, introduced, and the world itself is assembled. Theory and higher level building aside, the first step to building a character is deciding exactly what your character is. You need to think about what you want your character to be. Do you want a tall, slender rogue? A strong, brutish sword wielder? A deceptively strong magic caster? The most wonderful part of this is that this is where your imagination can truly go wild. There's very few limits here. Your group may require certain roles to be filled, such as a character who can heal, or one who can fight, but that's typically discussed at the start of character building. If you have no limitations, then your first step should be deciding your race and class. This requires a little research into the book. Each race and class has their own benefits and abilities, and we'll be going through each race and class over time. As for now, we'll fill in the blanks as we go. Building an adventurer once you have a picture of what role you want to fill starts, usually, with the character's race. If you want to be a burly fighter, a beefy dwarf might fit the idea well. If you want a sly deceptive rogue, maybe a light, lithe elf will do the trick. An eccentric, tinkering magic caster might be what you want, and so you take up a gnome. When selecting your race, some of your options will have what's called a sub-race. What this means is that when you pick your race, you'll also take a sub-race, taking the benefits from your race and adding the benefits of your sub-race. It's important that when you pick your race, you take note of all the benefits you gain. 
you will gain a bonus to some stats, which we'll get into shortly, possibly a few proficiencies, at least two languages, and most likely some abilities. Make sure to take a good note of these abilities. Quite often, a player will have these abilities and forget about them entirely. As an example, we'll build an elf, specifically a wood elf. We'll write down their race, plus two dexterity bonus, base speed of 30 feet, dark vision of 60 feet, proficiency in the perception skill, fey ancestry ability, and their languages common in elvish, all from their race. We'll also jot down a plus one bonus to wisdom, weapon proficiency with a longsword, short sword, short bow, and longbow. We also see that wood elves get a different walk speed than elf gives us. In this case, due to the wood elf being an elf subrace, it replaces the speed from elf, meaning our speed will be replaced to 35. We'll also jot down our hiding ability, Mask of the Wild, with a short description. Since we've decided on a race, we'll pick our class. Sometimes you might pick the other way around, choosing the race best suited for the class. A dwarf isn't as suited for magic as a gnome might be, but don't let that stop you. When it comes to classes, there are many choices, each with their own abilities and skills. It's a good idea to read through each class and subclass to at least get a feel. We will cover classes and subclasses in depth in the future, eventually going into individual classes and subclasses. Right now, we'll make our character into a monk, mostly because a monk takes both dexterity and wisdom, and our race and subrace gives us a bonus to both. Fortunately for us, we can look at the table on the page for Monk, page 77 in the PHB, and see that Monks at level 1 get unarmored defense and martial arts. We also find on this page how to determine our hit points at first level, which we will jot down the formula for, as we will determine their constitution modifier later, and our proficiencies. We will take down all of this information, but we'll skip starting equipment for now. We will also jot down and take notes on our two new abilities, those being unarmored defense and martial arts. Now it's time for a very important step, determining abilities. The method will be determined by your group, but most groups use the basic four dice method. You have six abilities, strength, dexterity, constitution, wisdom, intelligence, and charisma. To determine the starting value for each of these, we will take four six-sided dice, called D6s, and roll them, writing down the total of the highest three. Repeating this five more times gives us six values, one for each ability. A lot of groups do seven values and drop the lowest total of those seven totals. Once you have those values, you can place them in whatever skill you want, but usually you want to place them in the skills relevant to your class. Page 12 of the PHB has a handy guide for each stat, but we'll also cover them here, briefly now, and more in depth later in the future. Strength is important for physical classes that fight up close and personal with weapons. Dexterity helps determine how hard you are to hit and is used for ranged weaponry. Constitution is important for everyone as it determines your health. Intelligence is useful for skill checks for information and important for wizards and artificers. Wisdom allows for better awareness and insight into lies. Charisma helps you persuade, deceive, and speak eloquently. When you place your scores, add your racial bonuses we jotted down, and then 
Using the chart on page 13 in the PHB, determine your bonus called your modifier. If you don't have the PHB available at this moment, there's a simple formula. Simply take the number, subtract 10, divide by 2, and round the number down. For example, if we got a 14 for our strength score, our modifier would be plus 2. And if we had 8, our modifier would be minus 1. We can now use our constitution modifier to determine our HP. Our monk now has 10 hit points. They also have one hit die, which is a D8, as stated by our class, that we'll also take a note of. Since we've determined our skills in our modifiers, it's time to name our character. We'll take this wood elf and name them Drilinma Shadowwoods to reflect their stealthy nature. We have reached a good stopping point now that we've determined skills, modifiers, race, and class. Good timing too. It seems that the adventurers are coming back and they often want to spend their gold right away to buy a nice room and some ale. Next time, we'll discuss your past, or more specifically your character's past, their personal ideas, and their moral alignment. I'd like to thank you for listening and I'd appreciate you rating us highly on whatever channel you're using to listen. If you want to follow this on Twitter, you can check out at the Tavern Keep and tweet about us using hashtag Tavern Keep. If you want to support this project, you can check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash the Tavern Keeps Guide. I'm Ryan, and this has been the Tavern Keeps Guide. Thank you, and make sure to tip the barmates.